In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Brothers and sisters, in today's Gospel reading, this is from uh, the Gospel of Luke. And as with other Gospel readings, uh, miracle stories in the, in the Gospels, the miracle stories are never simply about the miracles themselves. And certainly this is true about uh, the Gospel of Luke. Luke is teaching us something. He's using the miracle. Jesus performed many miracles. He's using this particular miracle to teach us something, a kind of a, a grander thing that Jesus is doing, that Jesus' mission is really about. And we know this because of the similarities that he's using in, in the language about this miracle in relation to other miracles. So Luke is using this story to present a greater theme in his entire gospel. What is Jesus' mission really about? This one story, this one miracle, can help us understand that on a better scale. What is the theme in this particular miracle? There's two powers at play, two powers opposing each other. This is the presentation, this is what the story is about. There's two powers that are opposing each other, a dialectic between these two. The power of sin and its effect, and the power of holiness, God's sanctity, and its effect. <clears throat> the woman has had, this woman that has had a flow of blood for 12 years, she is ritually unclean. She's in a very bad state of life. Because not only does she have these kind of health issues, but because of the health issues, she's unable to participate in the life of the community. Because of the flow of blood, she can't participate in public life because her disease is contagious. So it was against the law for her to associate with other people. She had to be isolated. It's a very sad situation, but that's what it was. This is one of the powers of sin that I'm talking about. There's, Luke is presenting a battle between two powers, sin and sanctity. What is the effect of sin? Yes, on a, on a physical level, sin may have some kind of physical ramifications in our lives. When we sin, we end up becoming attached to our sins. We become addicted to our sins. And this has very bad physical ramifications with us. But really the spiritual ramification, the spiritual consequence of sin is absolute isolation. And I'm not saying that this woman had a flow of blood because of some sin that she committed. That's not true. Jesus outright denies that kind of mentality in many parts of the gospel. But the overall power of sin that exists in the world because of the fall of humanity does have this effect on people. There's a looming power over humanity, over the world, and that is the power of sin, and it has this kinds of, these kinds of consequences. This woman has a flow of blood, and she's isolated from the community. Sin isolates us from the community. Sin isolates us from other human beings. Sin isolates us and, and kind of drives us into a corner where we're only by ourselves. That is the power of sin and its effect. She's unclean and she's not allowed to associate with other people because if she touches another person, then she is going to transfer that disease to another person and so she's isolated. But what she does is, we know it from the story, she sneaks into the crowd and just reaches out and touches one of Jesus' fringes. 
These are Jesus' tassels. It's what priests wear on their, on their stoles. Literally these things, exactly the same thing. But a little more decorative for the Jews. All Jewish men wore these everywhere they went. From the age of three and up, they wore tassels. Four ta well, many tassels, but on each, four, uh, each of the four corners of their garment. And they were supposed to represent the commandments of God. They wore the tassels as an outward, ex outward expression of the commandments of God and that they are men under the commandment of God. That's why they wore them. And they were also supposed to serve as reminders to follow the commandment of God. Jesus, as a devout Jew, wore these tassels. But it's not only the kind of commandment of God as a, <clears throat> as a set of rules. It's that God has lordship over us, that we are God's subjects, that we are in the kingdom of God, that God is our king, that God is our ruler and no one else is our ruler, that we are not idolaters and we don't worship other gods or political powers or anything else, but that God is our ruler. God has rulership over my life and therefore I wear these tassels as a representation of that and also as a reminder to myself that my God is one God and I follow that God and I follow all of his commandments because I'm a member of his kingdom. So why is it then that the woman does not, when she goes and she sneaks, she has all access to Jesus. She sneaks in really well. Why does she touch his tassels and not say his arm or something, his hand, something like that? Because of the, what the tassels represent the commandment and the rulership of God, and that Jesus himself is the great embodiment of that rulership. You see, Jesus, this is what Luke is getting at. <clears throat> There's the power of sin and its effects. In, the, in this case, this woman's isolation from the community. And then there's the power of sanctity, which Jesus embodies. Jesus himself, this is what Luke wants to tell us. Jesus' mission is to bring into the world in his own flesh, in his own particular reality. He wants to bring into the world the reality enfleshed in Christ that God is ruler of this world. And in Christ, God is ruler of the entire world. <clears throat> Jesus is God. And Jesus is the kingdom of God in person. And so those who are attached to Christ take upon themselves the rulership, the kingdom of God for themselves. The tassels, the fringes of Jesus' garments are an outward, of ex outward expression of who Jesus is. He is the kingdom of God made flesh. And whoever is attached to Christ, there the kingdom of God exists above them as well. There they exist, they live in the kingdom of God. And that's what Luke wants to tell us. Because when Jesus comes into the world, he defeats the power of sin, the power of sanctity, the power of the, of the commandments of God, the power of the will of God defeats everything else. And that's why, yes, this woman is isolated from the community because she has a flow of blood and uh, her disease is contagious. When she touches somebody, she, they contract her disease. But Jesus doesn't contract her disease. When she touches Jesus, Jesus doesn't contract her disease. He contracts, she contracts his holiness. 
she contracts the kingdom of God. She contracts upon herself the whole power of the holiness of God and therefore she is healed. And the healing of this woman is an expression of the greater theme of the gospel of Christ, which is a mission of healing, a mission of mercy, a mission of love, such that even the great power of sin cannot overcome it. What does this mean for you and I? Jesus embodies the kingdom of God. And by kingdom, I mean the rulership of God, that God rules over everything else. Jesus embodies the power of God, the power of healing, the power of salvation. And if that's true, then we who grab onto the tassels of Jesus are grabbing on to his rulership, are grabbing on to his kingdom, are grabbing on to his person. We are attaching ourselves to him, and therefore we are attaching ourselves to the kingdom of God, and therefore we will be healed. So often, you and I, we sin, all of us, every single day, we sin. And so often, the power of sin seems like it's so much stronger than us. And it is. But it's not stronger than Christ. I see Catholics falling into despair because of sin all the time, unfortunately, in my ministry. And it is the saddest thing because Catholics have the tassels of Christ in their pockets. Because Catholics are given the mercy of God and the power of God, which even in the midst of this world where power, the power of sin rules and looms, the power of God has entered this world. And therefore we have not, nothing to be afraid of. We sin and we repent and we touch the tassels of Christ and we are healed of our sins. That is always a reason to move forward. Never is there a reason to despair. Never is there a reason to lose hope. Because the kingdom of God, the rulership of God, the power of God has entered into this world in the flesh and the, and the humanity of Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, the Jewish men of Jesus' day wore tassels to represent the commandments of God and that they would follow those commandments, the rulership of God and that they would be under that rulership. We wear crosses. We put rosaries on our rearview mirrors. We do these things. It's the same idea perpetuated now for Christianity. And it's good. I think it's good. There's nothing wrong with it. There's only something wrong with it when it becomes merely decorative and not expressive. When it's mere decoration, when it's bedazzled with diamonds, and it's not just a wooden cross, with a reminder of Jesus' sacrifice for us, then it becomes a mere decoration and not an expression of my faith. Then it becomes merely a, an, a symbol of my ego and not an outward symbol that I belong to the kingdom of God manifested to me in the cross of Jesus Christ. Let's go a little bit deeper into these things. You and I, let's go a little bit deeper into the meaning of what these things symbolize. Because they are symbols, they express to us something far deeper, a reality that is far deeper. But let us go to that reality. Let us go a little bit deeper. Let us not merely hang around the superficiality of, of egotistical outward symbols and expressions of our, of our status, of our social status, or our financial status. Jesus wore tassels that were humbled, humble tassels but they represented something great. 
we are given those symbols as well, plenty of them. Let us use them, but to go to the deeper understanding of them, never merely living on the level of superficiality. You and I can go deeper, and we are called to go deeper, and follow the commandments of God, and take on that kingdom upon ourselves, and remember that God is our king, and live as if it is true every single day. Amen.